right, hello everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. We have a brand new guest on the show today. So Erica Van Eaton is here with us and we are going to be talking about healing and ascending the mind, ego, body, and spirit. And so part of what we're gonna talk about today is we're gonna learn about you know, understanding what the spectrum is, where we all fall on it, and how we can begin to learn from those labeled as autistic who reside at the higher end of the spectrum. And we're going to talk about what Erica learned about the ego through her son with autism and how we are needing to work with the ego, changing out the old operating system of fear. We're also going to talk a little bit about how and why we are being asked to open up a dialogue with our bodies now, especially now. And this again was shown to Erica um, something that her son, her son showed her that she was needing to be done for him alongside upgrading the chakra system. And then we're going to talk about how by speaking directly to the ego, mind, body, and spirit, they can begin to learn to work together in harmony for the ascension of the whole human into higher levels of consciousness, where more peace, joy, and harmony reside, which we are all looking for. We're all wanting to experience that. Right? So we're going to talk about all of that and more. We're going to be doing a group process as well. We're going to be taking live caller questions. So it's going to be a fun, fun, high vibe show for sure. Um, for those of you who don't know Erica, she is an intuitive energy healer. And she uses multidimensional techniques to heal the whole person from a mind, body, soul perspective. And by integrating sound, light codes, and playing with the quantum field of realities, she's able to pull together those aspects of her clients that have not been realized or fully integrated. And this approach allows healing to occur on all levels of being down to the level of the DNA and beyond. And this integrative approach also allows for those on the autism spectrum to heal and be seen sometimes for the first time. And Erica teaches her clients how to communicate on a soul level and bring through their own codes of light to facilitate healings. And it is Erica's greatest desire for all souls to freely express and communicate their unique soul signature through the external expression of the human. And so I was lucky enough to have a session with Erica on Monday. I, we were supposed to just chat, but we ended up you know, doing a session or she gifted me a session. It was amazing and exactly what I needed at that time. Um, so I'm so grateful for that. But it was, it was wonderful. It was so good. And it was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was, I've still been thinking about it ever since. Um, so again, thank you so much, Erica. And welcome to the show. Hi, Alora. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here and share this time space continuum with you all. And um, before we even get started, there's a lot of beings of light here to run some energy for us. So if we could all just get grounded. So I'm going to invite you all to close your eyes and pull in the breath through the heart and allow it to flow down your body down your legs, down the soles of your feet, into the ground, connecting into that crystalline grid, that beautiful crystalline grid of the new earth. And just allow that your lines of energy connect with this grid and follow the lines around the earth. And then she's going to gift energy back up to you. It's very sparkly and rainbow, and it might be an individual color for you today. And allow that to come up your feet, up your legs, 
Filling in your hips, your abdomen, all the way up to your heart space. So like Alora mentioned, I do light language and sound healing as um, a big aspect of my healing modalities, my gifts. And so when I'm talking today, the reason why they want to start with grounding is they run a lot of frequencies through my voice. And so if you're just open to receiving, then, um, then you'll be a lot more receptive to allowing these frequencies to come in. And how I got started into all of this, as Alora mentioned, is... Um, when my oldest son was born, he was born with Down syndrome, <clears throat> and we had an incredibly clear connection. When I said his name for the first time, he turned his head and looked me directly in the eyes. And any of you that have had a child or been around a newborn, you know that they just don't do that. So he looked at me and that in that moment, I just knew that I knew this child and I knew that he knew me too. And because we had such a clear connection, I could see in Noah's brilliance in a way that other people couldn't. And because it was just him and I at home so often, and that's the vibration that I held for him, I was able to teach and accelerate his learning. So by the time he was three, he could sight read close to a hundred words. He knew all of the colors of the rainbow by the time he was 18 months. Um, and he knew all these, he had all these beautiful gifts, but because I wasn't spiritually aware, I didn't understand energy. I didn't understand frequency. I didn't understand the law of attraction, harmonic resonance. I didn't understand that when he was getting ready to start school, I had a fear that his teacher would just see him as a diagnosis, that she wouldn't be able to see and know his brilliance in the way that I saw and knew it. And um, obviously due to harmonic resonance, due to the law of attraction. That's exactly the kind of teacher that we pulled into our lives. And so he became that, we lost everything. Um, autism became really prevalent and he became what she saw and we lost our connection. And as you know, when he was from birth up until that age, I knew that he wasn't filtering things through his ego. Although I wasn't spiritually awake, I didn't even know what the ego was. I just had this knowingness within me that he wasn't filtering anything through the ego. He just saw souls in a body. And that's why when he started school, and that's why it's becoming very important now to begin to work with the ego. When he started school, he was easily getting absorbed by other people's frequencies that they held of who he was. He was becoming absorbed by the teacher's image of who he was because he didn't have that ego in place to help filter off the information coming into his energy field. So he would get overwhelmed. Behaviors started escalating that he had never had before. Um, he communication shut down. All the education, all the reading, everything dissipated and we lost it. And it's because he became this version of what she saw because he didn't have any filters in place to protect him or to work with him or to remind him of who he was. And so it was throughout that journey. And, um, and then of course, when we lost this connection, I felt all sorts of shame and I felt like a failure. I had another child um, during this time. I had a miscarriage and then I had another child and this whole time I lost my son and that was what was playing in the background nonstop that I was a failure. I lost my son. I did something wrong. I'm broken. I'm not fit to be a mom. So 
So I started mindfulness practices. And with these practices, it helped me um, gain some control over my thoughts. You know, we all are very aware that when you start doing meditation, you're working through your thought systems. But what I noticed was as I became in control of my internal emotional state and started working through that, my entire environment changed. The kids' behaviors decreased, more harmony and peace came into our lives, and everybody started operating at a higher plane of existence. And so what I was showing in meditation um, during this time was that we all are on the spectrum of light. It's just that my son and others like him, they come in at the top of the spectrum. So they have access to the entire spectrum of light. Whereas the rest of us, we only come down on maybe one or two rays of light, depending on our soul mastery, depending on what we want to accomplish here and um, where we are along in our incarnation. Now, as we go through the healing process and we start releasing densities, as we start being able to bring in and hold higher frequencies of light, then we have access to more of that spectrum of light. But if you can imagine what it's like for these individuals that come down with this entire spectrum available to them, but their body can't hold those frequencies. So they can't come into their bodies. The chakra system has been outdated. It wasn't spinning fast enough for them to fully come down into the body. And so they would splinter off and be stuck out around their energy field. And it seems like they're disconnected. It seems like they don't understand. It seems like they don't have emotions when actually the opposite is very true they feel everything, they see everything because they have access to everything, to all this information. And they came down here specifically knowing that it was gonna be hard, knowing you know, the struggles that they were gonna have, but they came down here anyway, one for their own experience, but two, so they could hold those frequencies for humanity. So they could hold those frequencies for us to step up into. And so if you want to think about our journey here as being um, like we're walking up, stepping up a ladder, you know, we step on the first step of the ladder and there's a level of consciousness in between the ground and that first, and that first rung of the ladder. And within that level of consciousness, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of worthlessness and the colors really dim and you can play in that level of consciousness for a while. And then you realize this feels like shit. I'm going to do some mindfulness work here and I want to take a step up. And so you step up onto another rung of that ladder and you look out into that field of consciousness and you play in that field of consciousness. And that has a ray of light to it. And those have frequencies within it that resonate in that level of consciousness. And so you play in there and maybe this has a lot of anger. Maybe it has a lot of me versus them. I'm different from you. Therefore, I'm scared of you. It has a lot. It still has fear. But then you start doing the work again. You start coming back into your body. You start remembering the truth of who you are, that you're a spiritual being here playing out in a human body and you take another step up. And so what we've been doing is slowly climbing the ladder to be able to reach where they're at. 
So we can hold this whole spectrum of light. But we have these things that keep dragging us down the ladder. And you know, if you're standing at the top of a ladder and you fall to the ground, it hurts a whole hell of a lot more than if you're just on that first rung of the ladder and you fall down to the ground. It's such a met, I mean, it's such a huge energy shift. So these beings of light that we have labeled as autistic, when you're seeing them have a meltdown of epic proportions, when you're seeing them want to run away, when you're seeing them stemming uncontrollably, they have fallen off that ladder because of the circumstances around them. And so it's time for us then to turn around and look at ourselves. What am I projecting that this incredibly sensitive person is feeling? Or what's going on in the environment that this group of individuals, what is happening in the environment that's causing them to struggle? Why can't they come embodied? Why can't they come into their body? So we're trying to climb up the ladder so we, that we have access to this whole spectrum of light. And there are times when it seems like we can bring down these high frequencies and bring them into the body, but we can't hold it. Or we climb up and then we fall back down on a regular basis. And so there's other things at play here. It's not just other people or our environment or the group consciousness around us that causes us to fall down off that ladder or that pulls us down, but it's our bodies, it's our minds, and it's our egos. Our body has its own consciousness. You know, the human body starts to develop in the womb way before the spirit ever enters it. Bruce Lipton does a beautiful job talking about it as being trillions of tiny little humans working together to make it work. They share information. They help each other excel, grow, repair. The body has its own consciousness. It has a voice, but it's never really been heard. The mind starts to develop in that infant in the womb. And it's starting to already process the frequencies coming into the body. So the heart is one of the first organs to develop. I used to study the heart. I was a cardiac sonographer in a hospital for a long time. I studied the heart. I know a lot about that. Um, so after 40 days, the heart has been developed and is beating within the fetus and the mother. Now the mother, the environment, the fathers, or whatever caregivers are around, their frequencies that they're running are continually coming into that fetus. And no one has given a rule book to the body on how to process this information. So it sends it, it goes from the heart, the heart sends a signal to the brain of this developing fetus. And it starts sending synapses. It starts creating neuropathways that are a vibrational match to this information coming in. Those neuropathways start forming and they start forming subconscious beliefs that the ego then, which is developing at the same time, takes on to be true. And the ego doesn't know that the mind actually can talk to it. The ego doesn't know that the body has a voice and can talk to it because no one's there guiding all these different aspects of us that make us human. So there's been no communication. And that's what was so um, obvious in my son. 
And so when we begin to recognize that these different aspects of us were gifts to us so that we could have this human experience here and not something to shut down or try to shove in a closet, but we invite them into the table to have a voice with us, for us, then we can begin to change how they operate. And instead of the ego operating from a place of fear, which again, it just learned because of all the information that was coming into it before the spirit even entered the body, these neuropathways that were forming, that it took on to be true, well, everyone around it was operating from a fear-based state, unless you were blessed to have a very woke parent, which I don't know many of us that do, right? So it automatically goes to this fear-based place and starts filtering information in through the vibration of fear. So now you're continually running this vibration of fear and the body's having to process all these vibrations because they're continually playing out. So the body consciousness is like, I don't know what to do with this. So it starts locking it in the fascia. It starts locking it in the tissues. It starts shutting off codes in the DNA, right? Because fear, the frequency of fear or anger or hate or me versus them there's actual molecules of energy in that frequency that aren't working in congruence. They aren't working in harmony. So the vibration of it is very disharmonic and causes incoherence in our cellular structure. When that happens, the DNA shrinks up. When you look under a microscope, what causes the aging process, what causes disease states are that these DNA strands, they shrink up, they shrivel. And these beautiful gifts that we have get shut down. And that starts from like before you're even born, mm -hmm. right? In the womb. Absolutely. That's exactly when it happens. Mm -hmm. And so we've been programmed before the spirit even entered the body. And we've been harmed in a way because we didn't know. Yeah. Nobody knew. Nobody was talking about this. And so the spirit, this beautiful spirit starts to descend down into the body, but it forgets too. It forgets that it was derived from the divine, that it could never be separate from its, from the ultimate mother and the ultimate father. And so it doesn't know that it can talk to the body consciousness. It doesn't know that it can talk to the mind and talk to the ego because it's forgotten. And so then we go through this awakening process of, oh, this is really who I am. I'm a spirit. That's why I felt like I've never belonged here. And then we learn about the ego, but the ego has had this horrible rap. And we do need to be, um, the first step, I can see why it's had this horrible rap and why the teachings have all been to identify what's the ego and identify the, what's the spirit and see that as separate. That was the first step of our evolution is just coming into that awareness. But the next step that these children are showing us 
is that we can take that ego's consciousness and we can upgrade it to a different vibratory level so that when we, when we give it the rule book that it never was given on how to operate for our whole human's highest and greatest good, and we introduce it to the spirit, it can look at the spirit, it can look at your unique soul signature, the frequencies that were given to you by the divine. And it can start to filter information in through those frequencies. Is this something that's going to bring me harmony? Or is this going to cause disruption to this unique soul signature that is me? But it takes a little, it's a, and we have a little bit of undoing to do before we totally get there. And all along the way, when I do light language, when you're just looking at different colors of the rainbow, music therapy, whatever, those are healing the cellular structure of your DNA, beginning to unravel, lengthen back out the DNA so you can turn on your divine gifts and have access to this whole spectrum of light and be able to hold it. But your body consciousness has to be able to trust you first. Right now, it doesn't trust many of us because we're, we haven't talked to it. We haven't asked it what it needs. We haven't set it down at this round table and say, what do you need from me? I'm so sorry that I disregarded you. I'm sorry that I've judged you. I'm sorry that I've judged the pain that I feel in my body or the disease states that I have and asked you why you were failing me when I never acknowledged your presence to begin with. I'm sorry. And so when you begin to develop this trusting relationship between the mind and the body and the soul and the ego, then they all start working in harmony, asking, how can I help? What can I do differently to help us ascend together? And then that beautiful ladder that we're trying to climb up, we stop falling down it so often because our body's consciousness isn't pulling us down to the bottom. Our ego's not pulling us down to the bottom. Our mind, our beautiful mind's not pulling us down to the bottom. They're all working congruently to lift us up to a higher state of being. And we are coming into the age of unity consciousness. But that unity has to start within us first. The harmony starts within. Absolutely. So, sorry, you know, I just kind of... I just want to share really quickly this little bit about, you know, communicating with the body, right? So earlier, just like maybe two hours ago or something, I was, you know, resting and I was, you know, saying, why is my back, my lower back hurting so much? It's like, you know, it's like, well, what's going on here? And then it's like, oh, it's at the root chakra. It's like, oh, <laughs> of course, my whole foundation has crumbled and everything is upside down. Of course, my lower back is like screaming in pain to say, you know, not screaming to say, hey, what's going on, right? Feeling unstable and so on. And as soon as I got that awareness, as soon as I asked the question, it relaxed. It's, you know, so it's, it's not as bad. It's not as intense, you know, and, and just having that understanding, you know, that the body, what it's going through with the mind, what it's going through, the ego, what it's going through, all three combined together, it's, it's a whole mess right and acknowledging that right then it just mm -hmm. kind of relaxed into it it's like okay that's what's happening okay cool 
right? Yeah. So it's a small little piece for sure, but it is important to, you know, not judge because I wasn't judging my body to say, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you giving birth? But it's like, what is going on? This is like constant aching pain. What's, what is it? You know, and then when I'm finally was able to actually hear that answer, you know, to acknowledge mm -hmm. that. It's like, yeah, my life is fucked up at the moment, completely fucked up, you know? Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, all right. So right. before that, my body was not, my ego was not talking. My mind was not talking to the body, to emotions or anything. It was just like fighting, right? With right. Itself. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I loved how you brought up um, that awareness about your lower chakra because our chakra system, our entire system is needing to fully upgrade. And that's what I'll be doing in the classes so that we can calm down and really be present in the physical body and hold those rays of light in. You know, so when my son tried to descend down into his body, he got to about the sacral and he couldn't get any further because he was spinning too fast. He was spinning too fast. He hit those lower chakras and it's just like pieces of him bounced out mm -hmm. and fragmented. Now he's people on the autism spectrum. Aren't the only ones we have cerebral palsy with the same thing, down syndrome. Most of these conditions are because people aren't fully embodied. It happens to people that are just walking around every day. Like you, you know, you start to ascend and you're not a vibrational match to the, to the, to the chakra system. And our chakra system is, now able to extend way out into these vast fields of, of consciousness and higher dimensional planes, giving us access, wanting to give us access to these higher states of being and to these higher rays of light. And a lot of people are experiencing like second Kundalini experiences that are even more powerful than the first one. And it's because we have so much more access but again, part of the reason why we have access is because we've had these beautiful spectrum beings of light that are way up high on the spectrum holding the space for us to do that. Mm -hmm. And so part of what I'm here to do is to completely change how they're viewed in the world and be a voice for them. And um, they've completely changed my healing practice. I mean, everything that I do now is because I've learned it from them. These are very high level souls that we're talking about here. So um, we have so much, so much more to continue to learn from them. Absolutely. And that's the thing, like sometimes we don't know, like if we, you know, if we don't know a lot about autism, Asperger's, Down syndrome, we're, we're going to just project what we've heard in the media. We're going to project what we've heard in TV shows, et cetera, because we don't know right? Mm -hmm. And nobody talks about this stuff, mm -mm. right? It nobody hasn't been talking about, it hasn't been spoken about in the spiritual community very often, if no. really at all. And, and so the thing is, we all have, our, we, we also have the capacity to access all those rays of light as well, the whole spectrum. We have the capacity, but we don't mm -hmm. have, okay, we have the tools as well, right? But we may not really know how to do it. It's right. not, you know, it's not, okay. it, we can't just go up to a mountain in India and meditate for 40 years. That's not, you know, practical anymore, right? Exactly. 
Yeah. And so that's what I said, people used to do that in the past and that worked, but you know, it's not practical now. Now more and more are awakening and it is about being in the world, but also, Mm -hmm. you know, focusing on those practices, those spiritual practices that help you to have more light, bring more light and, and uh, retain that light, you know, cause we lose it so, so often. Right. Yeah, exactly. We do. And, you know, we have all these beautiful people waking up now, but they still don't know the truth of who they are. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting lost in other fields of false consciousness, thinking that they're seeking light. But until you come into knowing your, your truth, which your truth is different than my truth, which is different than anyone else's truth on here. So we kind of need to restructure what truth even means and take the densities off of truth because we're trying to label everything as one truth, as the ultimate truth. Well, it's impossible because we're all at different levels of consciousness. So completely different for each individual experience, including like, even when I see a truth for my kids, they each have what's true for them, which is not true for their brothers. Mm-hmm. So let's give people the space to find their own truth that's, um, that's in resonance, that's in harmonic resonance with them, that amplifies their light. My oldest son, um, he's been doing puzzles forever. And he showed me the other night, um, and I'm not talking about a conscious conversation like I'm talking to you guys right now. If I was going to have this conversation, he would shut me down. He's getting close to teen years. He's not going to want to talk like spirituality, right? So, um, but he's been, he's been doing puzzles for years. And when he, by the time he was 10, he could do a thousand piece puzzles. He could dump out a thousand piece puzzles on the, on the thing, do a quick scan. If any of the if any other pieces didn't match, he could pluck them out and he knew that those didn't go with the puzzle. Like he, he can just see the whole picture. And, you know, Jesus came in and he was showing me, you know, we're each part of the divine and we each hold a piece of that puzzle. We are, are we're all, all are part of the puzzle. We each hold codes that the whole needs that are just unique to you. But when we continually look externally at our environment for answers, look to other healers, look to other people, look to people on YouTube, look to news networks or whatever for answers, trying to figure out more of who we are. Well, that's their truth and that's their frequencies. We have to come into our own our own unique harmony that resides within all of us. So, so that that whole puzzle can come together. But, you know, being, um, sometimes we need that support though from other people or just to, you know, ask a question because I know when I was going through my journey at the beginning, I couldn't talk to anybody. Nobody understood what I was talking about, you know, and it's like, I, even now, sometimes they still don't know what I'm talking about, you know, but it was like, you had to, like, I needed to talk to somebody, 
apart from mm -hmm. the Indian system, you know, I needed to speak to somebody else because I wasn't following the Indian system. So I was experiencing something else that I couldn't even speak to my dad with. And he's a spiritual guy, but I, I, I he couldn't get it, you know? So it's like, I need, I, I need a community, you know, to, right. to share with, to, to learn from and, you know, et, et cetera. Right. So and I understand. Yes. Like I completely agree with that. Like I still work with healers. The people that I work with, they still work with other healers. So it's not so much that we can't reach out for help, but but what my first like masterclass that I'm doing is oftentimes when we are searching for help from a place of, um, well, it comes from fear mm -hmm. of being alone, yeah. of not being understood, we allow our energetic matrix to enmesh with other people's matrices. So not only do we form energetic cords to other people, places and things, but we actually form these enmeshments and I see them like sheets. And again, it was my kids that brought this to my awareness because I had, they were asking me to release them basically. And my, my younger two, like I, it, I was sad, but I could do it but I could see these enmeshments. And then I had um, to have help from a beautiful friend. She's actually on here right now. Kim Penn's light helped me release these um, enmeshments from my oldest son because he had Down syndrome and autism. I allowed my energetic matrix to enmesh because we are energy. And so atoms are sticky and they stick together. And so I had enmeshed my field with his out of fear, trying to keep him safe. Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep him safe, but that's a fear-based construct mm -hmm. that he needs me to do, to be safe, right? That's seeing him in a limited capacity. So in order for us to have a more sovereign relationship with each other, in order for me to allow him to fully embrace his own path and allow myself to fully embrace my path, and I, I wanted that for him so badly. I wanted to know that I wasn't going to affect him no matter how high I climbed. If he wasn't, if he didn't want to climb that high, I mean, he's already way higher than me, but what I'm saying is, you know, allowing him the freedom to move about that ladder, however he wants to move and allowing me the freedom to move about the ladder, however I want to move without allowing these sheets of energy of enmeshment to occur. Yeah. And so it's really important that we start to release those. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, when you're a mother, it's hard, you know, until the kids are like, you know, able to function and think on their own, even now. I mean, I don't worry as much, but it's hard. And I'm an Indian mother. So <laughs> you can just imagine all the ancestral junk that comes along with that, right? <laughs> but it's, you know, once we start to become more aware, we start to let go. Right. We start to mm -hmm. say, you know what? And I, I started that early on with my children. You know, it's like, this is your life. You choose, you chose to be here. You get to choose how you're going to live and function. And when, what do you want? And just be aware of the consequences, et cetera. But, but, um, so they're very independent. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, when, when I was first a mother, oh my God, I was like, terrified it's like I don't know what to do I don't know anything my my my, my family's all up in my face because it's like it's the first child in the whole family <laughs> extra pressure and they you know they didn't understand anything about you know he's his own being that's here you know 
people don't see that right mm -hmm. in the Indian culture or you know some, probably some other cultures too but they don't see that they just see he's your child you know you have to do everything you can to take care of him to protect him blah 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 right all that mm -hmm. stuff and of course I cannot do anything better than my mother can <laughs> whatever I do is wrong <laughs> my mother can do everything 10 times better <laughs> yeah right? so mm -hmm. But when we start to, you know, when, when we start to go on our journey of spirituality and truth and knowing who we are, we start to let that, some of that stuff go. So some of that enmeshment starts to happen on its own as we start to re recognize who we are, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, all the, all the programming that's in the collective, you know, sometimes we don't even realize it's there. So those enmeshments are not just with the people that are close to you, but they're ancestral and they're from everybody in the collective and you're so used to saying certain things or thinking certain things or feeling certain things that you're not even aware of it yeah we get enmeshed with everything basically mm -hmm. until we until we figure it out and stop it and it's really hard and so that's another thing that pulls us back down the ladder are these enmeshments yeah and so we have to go in there and we have to physically release the atoms from each other, break those bonds. And the easiest way that I have found to do that is um, through light codes, mm -hmm. but also um, ultimately what really starts um, getting the ball rolling faster is when we take that inner child back to the divine mother and the divine father and go through the rebirthing process, remembering that that is where we were derived from and that this human mother and human father and everyone else on the planet were just portals of entry for us mm -hmm. and they're just here having the same experience but when we have that ultimate remembering and that experience of that reconnection with the truth of who we are and where we came from then that internal sense of separation that we continually feel no matter how hard we try and how hard we work to heal that sense of separation dissipates. And it's when we really release that and come into unification with all that is and, and knowing the truth of who we are, then, then it's like we can release those enmeshments with our family, with our friends, with our environment, because we're not seeking knowledge and guidance and um, acceptance from anything outside of us any longer. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. not until you do that, that's what I consider sovereignty, is when the enmeshments are gone, when the cords are gone, and you feel at peace in your own body, and you feel this internal sense, this internal battle that's been going on between the mind and the ego and the body consciousness and the spirit, and you can just sit with yourself and feel, feel at peace. Yeah. That is true sovereignty to me. And that's when you can, and it isn't until you get to that point that you can walk the planet like Jesus walked the planet and see the divine light in another person and truly see them and truly accept the truth of who they are. Because unless you accept yourself and unless you have this peace within yourself, then you can't truly accept another because you don't know what it feels like. Mm -hmm. You can't divinely love. Like I couldn't divinely love my children 
And until I'd learned how to divinely love myself, because I didn't know what it felt like. I loved them from a human perspective with, with different kind of filters on. I mean, I wouldn't say that at the time. I would say, of course, I love them divinely. Of course, I accept them for all that they are. Yeah. But I was filtering it still through the collective consciousness of what love appeared to mean. I didn't know what it truly felt like. And um, it was just such a releasing when I could. But that is what my son was able to do from the get go. Beautiful. And that's what those like him can do from the get go. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful. He, that's really, it's like, that's what we're all striving for, right? Um, is to be more light, be more accepting, but be fully divine, be fully, because we already are, but it, our, our divinity is dimmed by our personality, by our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and beliefs, etc. So I know we, we already are, but we're not expressing that. We're not fully embodied in that way. That's that's my understanding as well. So we're not fully embodied and expressing ourselves as as the divine, as we can be, our fullest potential. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're getting there. You know, we are working on it. And so this talking about you know healing the mind, body, ego, spirit connection. Um, it's not just a one-time shot. It's a process, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I, um, I divided it out into four, four master classes because it is a process. Your ego is not going to trust you from day one. <laughs> Your body's not going to be fully on board. with like, oh, you see me now? Okay, we can bring these down. Um, no, first, the first step is, is releasing the enmeshments. So that your ego and your mind and your body can even know who you are mm -hmm. outside of all these external frequencies that are coming in, continually bombarding it with information that isn't it, theirs, that isn't yours. So we, we bring these different aspects of you into this round table to witness first a releasing of all these enmeshments and cords and external um, attachments, props, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And then we go into the next session where we open up the, begin to open up the conversation um, with the body first. And we place in these um, infinity signs and teach the body how to properly run external emotions through it, external information through it instead of it sending that signal directly from the heart to the brain and, and then the brain starts firing thoughts. It doesn't have to go like that. We can teach it how to do it things differently from a higher vibrational state. And, in, and we're not disregarding the information that's coming in. I think that's very important to state. We're not disregarding the information that's coming in and saying that, oh, that's theirs. I'm not gonna pay attention to it. We're actually allowing it to come in and breathe it in and then use those infinity signs then to ground that. But by the time it's grounded to the earth, we've neutralized it, but we've also learned from it. It's a frequency now that the body can be like, oh, well, this frequency feels like this. So I can have more compassion for that person standing across from me because I felt that before. But I understand they don't have to live in that. So I'm going to see past that. Mm -hmm. 
And so then, um, so that's a pretty big one. <laughs> uh, and then we move to the, to an, another, what's next? Oh. Sorry, I lost okay. you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay, and so, so then when, so now we have the body on board and starting to trust us a little bit, you know, and then we have, um, in this whole time, the ego and the mind have been watching this happen in the background because you can just imagine them being like tiny little people sitting at the table watching what's going on. So we're slowly building trust with them. And so then in the third session, then we can begin to teach the ego how to truly filter through that unique soul signature that is you. That is your truth. No one else's. It's just you. And what happens when when that happens, you feel this like huge, whew, your whole energy field opens up because your ego's like, oh, I don't have to stay so constricted in fear. I get to open up. And actually, it's not my job to judge information that's coming in. It's only my job to filter out frequencies that are bringing in disturbances to the spirit, to the body, and to the mind, and just see it as a frequency. And the ego's like, oh, it's not even my job to judge it. I just have to see if that is in harmonic resonance with me or if it isn't. And that's when you come into wholeness and from a place of compassion. Hmm. And so then the last, um, the, last, the last session is bringing all these aspects of yourself into the classroom and, and letting them ask questions. And bringing in light codes so they can, in each one of these sessions, I'll bring in light codes from your guides, from the angels. Archangel Metatron usually orchestrates the whole thing. Um, and then there's these other beautiful spectrum beings of light that come in and they bring these down. And the whole time, your ego and your mind and your body are watching how beautiful and how harmonic that the, these frequencies, how much harmony they bring your cellular matrix how much harmony they bring the, the neural pathways in your brain and how much harmony the ego can actually feel happening in your overall human. And so then it begins to feel safe to climb that ladder and to bring in those higher spectrums of light so that you can fully embody them. And when you reach that point, then it's a whole lot easier to climb on a step of that ladder and be able to hold that vibration mm -hmm. because you have trust. You've created internal harmony and unity. Beautiful. And that's what we want, that trust and that harmony so that we can continue to climb that ladder. But the cl climbing the ladder is meaning basically holding more light, right? Mm -hmm. And working with more light, um, becoming more expanded, becoming more of who we truly are you know so that's the rung by rung that we go up and maybe maybe then we'll fall down less <laughs> i'm hoping a little less a you little always less. have those moments but yeah. it's so much easier to identify the fall and to come back out of it yeah. i fell the other day but i was easily able to um pull everybody back into that table. And I mean, like my kids were messing around in the living room. I had dinner cooking at the time. Like this wasn't me sitting quietly in meditation. You know, <laughs> yeah. this was like life happening. I was able to call these aspects in and be like, whoa, is it ultimately true that, that this frequency is mine or that this is a truth for me? And I could feel 
the neuropathway in my brain. I could feel that subconscious belief. And I showed them that that was an external frequency that came in. Like, it's not ultimately true. Look at it compared to this unique soul signature that is mine. Mm -hmm. And it shifted in that moment because it was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's not a match. Exactly. So that's external. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Easy peasy, right? It can be easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be easier. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I know that there's lots of questions in the chat and I forgot to mention at the beginning that maybe I did, I don't know, but if you have a question for Erica about what we're talking about, um, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Uh, what kind of questions do you want to take, Erica? Um, I don't care. I can read, do live readings, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. they're needing. And so I don't know if you want to do the process before or after. Uh, well, I was thinking that based on the kind of questions we get, that will kind of, okay. Yeah, you know, frame the process. Mm -hmm. You know, that works. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Anyway, um, mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to. The questions don't have to necessarily be about autism or the spectrum or children per se. But basically, it is about you know how are you doing on on the, on the rungs of the ladder? <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. Are you falling? Or you know, I was falling today. So you know, I'm glad I'm not I'm the only one. <laughs> I was definitely having a moment. <laughs> um, all right, so let's, I'm just going back up because there were lots of people writing in the in the chat earlier. Ah, gonna lose it. One second. So if you have if you wrote a question down before, type it in again, okay? Because otherwise it's gonna take me a while to go back mm -hmm. and search and find. So I know. And if it's a specific, yeah, if it's like specific, like oh, I'm having trouble in this area, then I just need the name and the question. So but trying but be specific because i don't mm -hmm. like general readings i don't do that no it needs to be specific we don't do that here you all know that for those of you who are new you may not know that but we do not do can you read my aura no you have to have something specific all right so mystic go ahead and unmute yourself and you can ask your question oh hi it's caroline i just entered my question oh hi caroline you did hi, beautiful ah. it's, uh, thank you so much uh, erica it's about menopause and so um, weight gain, right? Heart palpitation, not mm -hmm. sleeping, you know how it goes. So I'm six years in, what do I tell my body? Because my body's a little bit upset at me or maybe I'm upset at menopause. Mm -hmm. It's a trust issue with women. So first off, I mean, this goes generations back. So first off, we need to upgrade your root chakra. I, I do have a free root chakra upgrade um, on my website. If you go under events, it's listed there and that can kind of guide you through it. And then, and then there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to occur. This would be like an ancestral clearing and healing for you that you're holding on to. And so it would be like, that would probably be something in a private session we could get to pulling those ancestors forward and ancestors can be past lives, actual, like, you know, grandparents and things of that nature, but it's, it's needing to be um, healed clear through the line of not feeling safe or not even wanting to be a woman and um, what that actually, what a woman actually means or meant in your um in your history in your line of safety or not safety because of being a woman so we would need to pull all those ancestors forward and and do a healing on that and i would 
love to do that now, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's quite a few of them coming forward. So it would, um, that's something that we would need to do in a session. No, but for absolutely. now, what I would do is. Yes, I, no, I agree that that's something in a session. There's quite, quite, quite a lot um, of everything you just said. So yes, I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. So did that did that help, Caroline? It did. Obviously, it's a it's a session, a personal session that I need here for that. But yeah. But but maybe there is still something that you know can help you today because I'm sure there are other people mm -hmm. on the call who have menopause issues as well. So generally, for menopause, can we? Is there something we can do today then? Yeah. It would be that upgrading the root chakra. And so um, I would invite you to go to my website. You can just go to ericavaneaton.com and play that under events. It's free. It's just, uh, just turn it on and it'll take you through that root chakra because what, it, what it's doing, what we're doing when we're upgrading the chakra systems is that our root chakra has operated from the vibrational frequency of fear as well fear of survival, like how do I survive here? And so that's what's been playing out across the genetic lines. And so we can pull that vibrational frequency out of fear and replace it with beginning to trust. Trust that you are divine being of light and because you know that you are divine being of light that of course you are supported here. And it, it's, it's coming into trust. And so it's changing out that um, operating platform from one of fear into one of trust. Yeah, that's, and so the vibe totally, totally and completely speaking to me and survival and not being able to survive, not liking being a woman, everything that mm -hmm. happened and all that. So absolutely. Yeah. You're okay. I'll, I'll get to it. Thank you so much. Bless your heart. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks, my beauty. Um, okay. So uh, Pat, go ahead and ask your question and then I'll take the questions from the chat. Okay, Erica, thank you for sharing your story. My, mm -hmm. my son actually was a teacher for me in my spiritual journey, teaching me how to have compassion and honor everyone's choice as personal and perfect for them. It was wonderful. But, What's uh, his name? His name is Michael. Okay, he's right here, so I was just asking. Oh. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna ask for Michael to come forward, like come closer to you, his spirit. And can you feel his presence? Yes. You might feel pressure. Mm -hmm. And where do you feel that at? I just feel his presence in front of me. Mm -hmm. And this would be the place that you could talk to him anytime, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. I mean, I'm just saying like anytime you're in meditation, this is how you can connect with him and talk to him. I see. Yeah, yeah. So did, did you, you have you a question? Light readings or something too? Um, light language journey. Well, that's part of the session package. I see. If I, if I get into I'll, the product of the process is going to be a light language process is what I'm hearing. Like I kind of already knew that, but okay. if I did that right now, it would, it would go a little too long. I think Alora would be a little upset. Sure. That's okay. Yeah. I did, but did you have, did you have a specific question though, Pat, about anything? No. Well, you you know, I'm feeling off balanced when I'm walking and, okay. uh, then it seems to settle and, and more stabilize at the end of the day. But I guess I'm feeling the frequencies and energies coming in. 
So you're feeling the frequencies and energies coming in, but they're not coming in in a balanced way because your chakra systems are again, not allowing you to fully embody. Okay. So I think you're coming in and you're in, and like when you really try to get settled, you're kind of crooked. Yeah. So it'd be a matter of pulling you up out of your body, upgrading the chakra system and then pulling you back down in. Okay. But that's something that you can kind of just be very careful with that. Yeah. You can do that personally. Okay. Thanks. And then you can ask too for like Archangel Metatron or Archangel Michael or whoever to come and run um, energy around your meridians and get those flowing because okay. they're kind of shut down there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. All right. We are going to go to um, the question. There's lots of questions. One second. So I, I did ask people just to type your question in again, because it's like, I don't know. There's just so many. All right, so uh, Randy, <laughs> Randy was asking, will I need to move? It's a psychic question. No, no Randy, you don't have to move. <laughs> I mean, that was the first word that popped up. I don't know what the question was around it, but I just heard no. I'm spilling into it. Like Randy, you asked the question right now, get quiet, get heart-centered. And by getting heart center, just act like you're taking an elevator from your mind down to your heart space. And you walk out of the elevator and there's a set of doors there and you open those doors and you step out onto a golden path. And then just ask the question, do I need to move to have this kind of experience that I'm seeking? Or can I have it right here? and follow the energy of both. If it feels more expansive to stay, like you can do everything that you need to do, then, then you have your answer. If it feels more expansive to move, then you have your answer. You know, there's never usually just one answer for anything because everything's just an experience here. We think that everything, our minds, right? Want to make everything an absolute. But if we just begin to look at it, is this experience, does this have the possibility to bring me more joy or become more expansive? Or does this other possibility, does it look like it holds more avenues into um, levels of consciousness that I haven't experienced yet? Oh my gosh, there we go. So, Good, Randy. Let us know what answer you got too. Okay. Um, all right, so one second. Jules, Jules says, um, she says, I work during the day, I jumped on late. Is this about the group healings? How does this work for people who work during the day? Also, mm -hmm. currently today I'm having, well, I'm having a piercing nerve pain in my face. That might not be related to a tooth, but what? Um, the group calls, the group calls are going to be recorded. I call in. I'm releasing energy for her. Um, <clears throat> what was the name again? Jules. She's she's uh, unmuted now. Okay. Hi. 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 I hear you. So the um, the group work is recorded. I call in the collective consciousness of everyone that's there live are going to be on the replay. And I work within that consciousness. And there's 
you know, there's a lot of etheric beings that help out by pulling. So you receive the healing, whether you're there or not. And then every time you listen to it, you get, um, you receive a different, deeper level of healing. And that's because energy is infinitely intelligent. And so it's going to reach your DNA at different levels every time. The pain in your face. I have a, been working with the infinity symbols that um, that uh, we put in me and it has been helpful. Yeah, it does. It does. Right. Because you. Oh, Jules, I know you. Yeah. Hi. It's like your energy feels so familiar. Um, and yet it's very different. <laughs> mm -hmm. It does. I'm still crying a lot. I think I've made a few giant quantum type leapy things. Right. So you've noticed a huge difference with those infinity signs in place. And what she's talking about, everyone, are the infinity signs that I was talking about with the body consciousness? It's easier for me to send it down and to remember to send it down. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can send this down. I don't know if I'm getting all the rest of, of it, but um, I do know that I've been, and I drew a stick figure of myself with infinity symbols. So it was easier for me to work it down to see, right. see it right. going down. So I did have an experience where kind of like what you were explaining, but I think it was a baby experience in the car with, with um, road rage. Where, where I would have like really lost my temper. I just kind of went to compassion and I was like, yes, yes, thank you. Right. It yes, just, it changes your whole perspective. I love that. Thank yeah, you for sharing. That, yeah, that's, that's what I want. I want compassion first. So anyway, this piercing in my face is excruciating. Okay. It's an enmeshment that's wanting to come off and there's that's what I've been kind of working on. I feel it like really like hooked in. So I'll lift off as much as I can right now. Is it lessening towards the top? Actually, I do kind of feel like something's coming out the top of my head. Mm -hmm. it's, up, it's on my right side. Yeah. It's like wire, like wires. It's old programming that you're getting ready, um, that you're just ready to let go of. So it's like, I like chicken wire. We just need to. You just have to be careful with that so it doesn't hurt the matrix. So I'm just going to let Archangel Metatron um, work on that and other beings of light to, as they begin to release that from you, they'll make sure that your matrix is fully repaired. That happens. So I went to the dentist yesterday because like, I can't even stand when it's piercing. And she couldn't find anything in the x-rays that pointed to the reason for this amount of pain. So mm. I have an appointment for an endodontist tomorrow, you know, and they always talk root canals, but 
if there's no infection and they can't see anything, I don't want them just root canaling my teeth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't get the sense that they're going to find it. Um, okay. This is an energetic thing. So, and that was the sense that I got because I went to the chiropractor and they did the day before this happened and they did all this work. And there's this area in my neck that I just feel is connected to when I did the ego activation, my neck froze and like literally froze for a few days. Mm. And when I did another activation, something else happened. So I think like, I don't know what's happening. Like can crystallizations come off or um, I need an appointment with you. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to well, say, this just... sounds more like a personal session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of different things going on. It's, uh, I mean, we just got to get these body parts talking and some of these, um, entanglement things off. And then, yeah. When I went to make an appointment on your site, I couldn't find the schedule like I had done before. So okay. Yeah, just email me and we'll do it that way. Thank you. I do feel some relief in, yeah. a, lot, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Good. They're working on you. So. Thank you, Jules. Thank you. Interesting. All the um, all this all the stuff she's talking about is like, yeah, you're gonna experience all that in the in the in the in the webinars with, <laughs> with Erica <laughs> coming up. Um, yeah. So and we've only done one session. What do you with call her, that so. a, a, a testimonial? Yeah. <laughs> yes, a live one. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jules. Um, just going back up. Where was I? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Ro Mary, Joy. I think we're at Joy. Okay, yeah, Joy. Joy, how can we create supportive system inside of us? stronger than the automatic fear response. I can still lose myself easily under stress. <laughs> yeah, I did today. There is a part in, in me in fear. What can we do for these parts of us? Okay, can you give me, sorry, I was clearing some other stuff off that came up. <laughs> what, uh, joy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just heard the untamed ego. So um, it's just that, you know, it's time to, like we're talking about this whole session, to bring the ego into conversation and, and teach it a different way. Give it these different processes. Like, um, you know, Jules just had, we just did one session together and continually like she was she's super sensitive so she was continually bringing information in shooting it straight up to her brain and firing thoughts like super fast because she didn't have a way to direct it to come down so with you it's that um without going into too much stuff your ego's um, I just, it's pretty traumatized. It feels, um, it feels like it's trying, it's, it's been, um, I'm hearing locked in a box, so to speak of 
wanting to keep you safe, but not being fully allowed to keep you safe. And again, that's just because it doesn't understand what that really means. And, um, and, and you've been doing, you know, you've been doing your work, you've been trying to do a lot of mindfulness stuff and becoming aware. That's why you know that the fear isn't necessarily yours or real, but the ego does, the ego thinks it is real. So what's needing to happen is to open up the conversation and to begin to heal that aspect of yourself so that it can see a different, a different way. And it just, it takes a little bit of time and trust to do that. All right, thank you, um, Joy. <laughs> There's a question from Marie. Marie, welcome back. First, first time here in many years, I was divinely guided here today. This makes so much sense, I'm assuming the conversation. And she said, I can liter literally feel the enmeshment in my left side weighing me down. I hear you. All right, what was her name again? Marie. Oh, yeah. And that was just done out of um, that's past life enmeshment, actually. This isn't something in this lifetime, it's followed you into this lifetime. So we'll release as much as we can right now. Entanglement, um, not just enmeshment, but entangle like soul entanglement. Just, um, just lifting some of it off. Sorry, just give me just a minute. Like cutting your neck, digging into your. It's not really super excited to leave so it's like they're trying to like they're working on pulling it off but there's a part of you that isn't quite so sure if you want it to leave so it's almost like they're you know you have to make a decision do you really want to let this go are you really ready to allow that to the freedom to happen or is there something else that you feel that needs to be healed there in order to fully let this go because what's happening it's like they're pick what they're showing me and what i'm feeling is like they're bringing this enmeshment and like starting to lift it up but but you're not really you're like gripping so it's pulling your matrix at the same time instead of just like this beautiful releasing so that's a decision um need to go into it and and make the decision on if that's something that you want to do or not and if you do then then you can come back to it and ask the angels to help you to fully release that. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so I just wanna say I love you all and I love all your questions, but I know that we want to definitely do a process. Mm -hmm. So I don't wanna miss out on doing the process. So just, I just gonna see, um, uh, I know there's still lots of questions, but if we, take all the questions, we won't be able to do the process. <laughs> mm -hmm. So 
we'll see when because i don't know how long the process is going to be to be honest right no. and <laughs> yeah exactly right and um and i want to take a moment and just take uh, talk about the special offer because we vaguely talked about a little bit of it but not the whole thing so for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. Those of you who are not, you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash Erica two. Because in this special offer, there's four live group sessions, which we talked about, you know, and there's three audio recordings, a peace and unity meditation, a soul body fusion activation, a call in the frequency of money activation and a 30 minute private session with Erica. And so, you know, it's really, it's really important to recognize that you know sometimes we we need a little bit of help before we can actually start to do the the group calls right and that's why the audio recordings are going to help to get you started on being more present you know having more peace you know doing the body fusion getting connected to your body um erica is there anything else you want to add about that um no and the private sessions are you never know what's going to happen i do a lot of different things and i had to learn how to do a lot of different things because i had three kids that i had to help right so um i can't say that xyz is going to happen i let i kind of leave it up to your soul and your soul's in charge of what's the highest and best thing for you so that's what the private session um the divine love free gift on Allure's show will definitely help that MP3. Usually that brings people to tears because that was channeled straight from Jesus and opening up to receiving divine love. It's full of light codes to come in. And um, no, I just, uh, they're getting me ready for the process. I'm finding it kind of hard to speak. <laughs> Okay, so again, take a look at the at the special offers available at lara.at4 slash show4 slash Erica2 because they want to come in and do the process now. So let's let's do that. Let's honor that. Okay, and so what we're really going to be doing here today is releasing a lot of densities. I do channeling, I channel along with the light language. Oh so my they're wanting you to know is someone just asked. I heard someone's consciousness ask. So how my matrix was designed it was designed to do group work i can do single work obviously but my matrix is designed to do group work my matrix was designed to work with those on the autism spectrum to be able to carry that full spectrum of light and bring that highly condensed energy in to my matrix and then it's like i unzip it for the collective so at a frequencies and at a level that which you can use so i hope that answered that person's question and when just go ahead and take a big breath in and then let it out let's set the intention for unity to experience some sense of unity and we're going to ask for your mind to be present imagine there's a table Within your heart space, you're going to ask for your mind to be present. We're going to ask for your ego to be present. Ask for your body consciousness to be present at this table. Asking for your spirit to be present. And we're asking for your soul to guide this for you. And we're just going to take a moment to honor each aspect 
of the human. And you may see the spirit bowing with hands gathered in prayer in front to each one of these aspects, truly honoring them, accepting them where they are in this now moment. And so we're just gonna let them know that we're gonna to begin to bring in light codes and there's nothing for them to do. That however they're able to receive it, they can receive it, but they can just sit back and watch. And we have a whole collective beings of light here with us today. There's the white brotherhood of light that's present. There are the archangels that are present many other ascended masters along with ooh, Syrian Council of Light, Pleiadian Council of Light, Arcturian and Andromeda. And they all come forward because those on the spectrum all are derived from the stars, just like many of you. And so just breathe and allow and there's nothing to understand as this language is speaking spoken. It's just codes, it's just frequencies, it's just energy. Perhaps you would bring your awareness to your heart space and watch as these codes come in. Watch as these frequencies come in, or maybe if you cannot see it, maybe you can feel it as they penetrate your body. And just allow them to filter down like a blanket. And we're just showing you what it's like to feel coherent. And it's like a familiar feeling. These frequencies feel very familiar. They're coming from your star homes, these frequencies are what you're used to feeling when you're not in the physical form. And so we're just introducing these beautiful frequencies that your spirit is so very used to feeling. We're introducing them to the human aspects of you. So instead of being fearful of this energy coming in, it can feel the peace and the unity. Within.
And just continue to breathe and allow. And they're unraveling these energetic codes are beginning to unravel the densities, the programs that are like a bush of thorns wrapped around that unique soul signature that is that is the truth of you. And some of you are having a hard time accepting. And that's okay, we honor that. And so we just ask for you just to witness what the frequency does in the body. How do you see it stream through the cellular matrix? What does it feel like in the muscle tissues? Just breathe and allow. And you may feel your crown chakra start to open. Starting to trust, your body's starting to allow for these to come in. And so as you allow, they're beginning to lift you out of the level of consciousness that you've been residing in and they're bringing you up, showing your body that it's safe to move up to a different level of consciousness, a different dimensional space and plane, a different reality. And there's nothing you have to do except continue to allow I see a bunch of chains being broken. It's like these chains have held you down. This trust and this allowing. Allowing for those to fall away. And it feels like this is the level that you most can hold at this time. And so we're just gonna allow it to begin to settle. 
And so with the breath, I invite you to come back down fully. Your spirits were fully ready and wanting to hop right up out of that body and come up and meet with us. But this is something that we're wanting you to embody. So we're going to stay in this level of consciousness, but we're going to come back down to the crown. Down to your face and your neck, down your shoulders, down into your heart space. And we're going to keep going down the body, down to the root chakra. And allowing this level of consciousness to begin to filter out down your legs and into your feet. And filling in your hips. And filling in your abdomen and your heart space. Flowing down your arms and your hands and up your neck and your head. funny because I like Erica's personality was wanting to go higher and higher and higher and they're like no we're not ready quite ready for that so this is a level of consciousness that you guys that you all here on the collective call can hold with relative ease and grace so we ask you to come back to this heart space on a daily basis for the next 10 days and practice this level of consciousness that you can embody and live from this level of reality. And so when you're ready, you can begin to come back and open your eyes, wiggle your fingers. Wonderful, thank you. For those of you who had questions about physical stuff, perhaps some of that has been released. I know some of in intensity in my body has been released, it's calmed down quite a bit. Um, so just be aware of that too, which I wasn't even thinking about, but you know, <laughs> it has, yeah. you know, so it's much better, much, much calmer. So thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still- That's often time. Yeah, that's oftentimes why they have questions after the group process because it eliminates a lot of stuff. Yeah, so Joy said magical, thank you so much. Hong Cam, I'm not sure who that is. As a lot of sobbing touched my heart. Diane's is very effective, many thanks. Good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it was, it was. Diana's consciousness was actually the one that asked the question in the very beginning <laughs> Good. of how this works. So yeah. anyway, good. Andres says great energy. Rick says, thank you. Good. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Marie says, awesome. Thank you both. Very tangible. Awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, some of us, you know, we perceive things in different ways, right? So some of us will feel, some of us will hear, some of us will see. Uh, Mystic says, I was floating in colors. Linda says, thank you so much. It was so calming and soothing. Good. Awesome. Yay. Yay. Love it. 
All right. Um, so we have just a few minutes left. Erica, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us? Um, no, I kind of want everybody to stay in this space <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. play in this and play in this reality. It's just my oh, I saw that Dalai Lama unicorns. Yes, they were all there. <laughs> Um, as well as the etheric dolls and well, wells and stuff. No, it's just my greatest desire that, you know, we all find a sense of unity and, and that sense of peace and that we can begin to look at others who for all in physical realities, reasons look completely different than us and begin to see yourself within them. Beautiful, thank you. Yeah. Wow, and if you want to work more with uh, Erica, please do check out the package available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Erica too. You can, you can have many more of these magical moments because in, um, in, the, in the live group calls, you're going to be doing processes as well, right? Yeah. And taking, and taking questions? Yeah, a, a mixture of both. It'll be like this, except a lot deeper and a lot longer and it's, they're wanting me to teach it like a class. So you'll be given um, a lot of processes to use on your own and you get to select from those processes, but it's the collective consciousness, what they're wanting me to bring forward, you will receive because you're totally involved with that. It's not something that I'm leading, I'm just being a clear conduit for the energy to come through to you, for you. That's for your highest and greatest good, but it's not something that I want to do for you. I'm just holding space. Like I answered that, um, that question that was asked because I can hold the whole spectrum of light. It's easy for me to take a, a collective consciousness like what that was here for you, with you all today up to these higher planes of up to these higher dimensional planes and spaces which obviously wouldn't be possible if it weren't for the spectrum beings of light but that's what they do for us and that's kind of what they wanted to show you today mm -hmm. the collective consciousness of these beautiful beings of light that we have labeled a spectrum they were very present with us today and they're wanting you to know that what just occurred was what they're able to do for you as well and what they have been doing for a long time and so the more I can help you hold these higher states of consciousness, the higher rays of light that you can fully embody. And again, it comes down to fully accepting and honoring and loving. And I love how in that process, I actually never seen them do that before. They, um, I don't know if you, if any of you saw it or were witness to it, but they had your spirit bow and with hands in prayer to each aspect of your humanness, because that's what you wanted to encompass and witness here and experience. So yeah, it'll be more like that, a lot deeper, a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then of course, there's the 30 minute personal session with Erica and the three recordings that you can download right away and start listening to. Two are activations and one's a meditation. So to start looking at those, mm -hmm. working with those as well on the free gifts page, there is a, um, a divine love transmission, I think it was. Mm -hmm. A divine, divine love transmission. Um, they also just came in and said that on um, one or some of the group calls that we're going to start bringing in your star child. Mm 
-hmm. And this is something that's newer to the planet, the availability. And the star child is, is the only thing I see with those with autism, but it's this super consciousness of your inner child that has access to these different realms of wisdom that can bring it down, that can help you open your gifts more fully, show you gifts that you've never seen before. Um, but in order to access that star child and to allow them to really come into your field, you have to first be able to hold the frequencies, the higher rays of light, the whole spectrum of light within you, because that's the world that they play in. Awesome. Thank you. So Mystic, I sent you the link, but okay. It's um, Erica, hold on. What is it? It's ericavaneaton.com forward slash events. And then you go all the way down to the, your divine uniqueness telesummit. And then there's the November, 2020 free root chakra upgrade and click mm -hmm. on that. And you should be able to, nope, sorry. Unable to open this file at this time. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was, sorry. um, I did it on a different telesummit. So he said it worked. So I'll have to re um, redo it. Sorry. So yeah, sorry. It's not there. <laughs> I, I, I saw it there, but then I clicked, I didn't click on it before I just clicked on it now. So okay. It used to work. I'll I have to reinitiate that. Sorry. Yeah. Or if you could send that to me, I will add it to the um, free gift page. And then that way okay. anybody can use it there. Okay. All right, okay. Mystic. Caroline. <laughs> I know how badly you want it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for asking again so that we were able to check it out and realize yeah. it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry awesome. about it. <laughs> <laughs> menopause wanted badly and that's so funny i mean i don't think i anyways cotton pot canceled delete i don't think i experienced any menopause related symptoms but i could be totally wrong i could be like being yeah. full-blown menopause psycho energy stuff and it's like not even know it it's okay yeah. i got enough going on um all right so thank you erica that was awesome she said no you would know <laughs> thank you erica that was awesome that was brilliant we've never had a call like this before I, I think i told you that on monday when we talked we've never talked about this stuff i don't think you know uh on the show before so i'm glad that we did and um it's really important uh for for people to know about this and and to recognize that it you know the spectrum is not exactly what we think it is. And the, and the children who are on the spectrum, there's a different way of looking at them. There's a different way of perceiving them, you know, engaging with them than what we, than what we're taught and what, you know, is there in the, um, in the collective for sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, thank you for giving me the platform to share. So it is, it is newer. So it doesn't surprise me that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so we'll definitely have to have you back again. I don't know if you already booked a second show or not, but I don't know, but we'll definitely have to have you back because this was so much fun. I loved it. And yeah, um, for those of you who are wanting to get a session with Erica, please do check that out. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm early today. I'm like, all right, I'm already done with like, the rest of the, the night. So <laughs> Oh, uh, we just get to sit and play in those frequencies. Yes, so. exactly. So now keep, you all get to play with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go pick up those frequencies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry we didn't get mm. to all your questions. You know, but ask again next time. Um, 
But yeah, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Liz. <laughs>